Welcome back to the Rainy Day Horror Show, the best show in the horror genre. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you guys are here with me. It is Saturday, all right? It is another episode of Creepy Encounters, all right? But before we get into it, let me introduce myself to our new viewers, if there is any new viewers out there. I am the coolest, the best podcast host in this world, you know, I'm Dusty McBalls, and I am the certified cougar hunter and the man with the biggest set of testicles that just, you know, float through space and time, alright, but like I said, it is Saturday, it is noon, it is time for Creepy Encounters, okay, so before we get into it, just relax today. I just burped, so sorry if you heard that. But today, just relax. No Crocs. We're just, you know, listening to a story. I know you were out partying last night, so just drink some water, recover, and let's just listen to a creepy encounter, okay? This creepy encounter is creepy in the moment, but afterwards, it's just like, oh, thankfully it was no big deal. But this, I like this one. I like this. This is one of those happy ones, okay? If there is a happy, creepy encounter. I don't know if there is, but this is, I would assume this is one of those happy, creepy encounters because of the relief afterwards. But, so this story comes from the subreddit Creepy Encounters with the user being Laszlo Kuredas. Sorry if I butchered the second half of your username. So, just apologies. Now, this story is called... My dad's chilling army encounter story. All right. With that being said, let's jump into it. When my dad first told me this story as a kid, it gave me chills. And since I stumbled upon this subreddit, I might as well share. I still remember every detail. Before going into the details, I'll have to give some context to get the setting and background of the incident. Bear with me, they totally add up to scary element of the story. Back in 1985, my 19-year-old dad was serving in the Greek Army Special Forces in the Paratrooper Division. In parentheses, kind of irrelevant, but I'm a proud son, so I thought I'd mention it. LOL. Army service in Greek is mandatory for every male that has reached their 18th birthday, and so everyone has to go. Military camps where each company is stationed at are mostly positioned in the countryside, and usually there isn't much going on near and around the camp. They are fairly secluded. Closest town to my pop's camp was three kilometers away. I don't know what that is in miles. Sorry for my American people. One night, while serving, it was my dad's turn to go on guard duty in the camp he was posted in. Every night, five to six soldiers were selected for guard duty and they slept in the same barracks. Half an hour before it was time for the previous guards to be relieved, another soldier would come in the room, wake up the new batch so they could get ready and go to their positions. Each shift was 12, well, not 12, sorry, fuck that up. Each shift was two hours. 
this 12 oh my god i can't fucking read the 12 to 6 a.m shifts were the i'm sorry people i can't fucking read tonight the 12 to 6 a.m shifts were the worst according to my pops it gets extremely cold in the winter and you're half asleep standing beside your booth freezing your butt off while keeping watch only way to be vigilant and keep warm is if you take a few steps up and down. So it was 2 a.m. and my dad was standing next to his booth with his M1 Grand Rifle. Greek Army, this is in parentheses, sorry. Greek Army used World War II weapons in the 80s. Yes. I wonder what we were using. Were we using the M16s? I think our army was stationed with, or not stationed, but I think it was standard issue in the 80s, M16s. Because I'm trying to think when the Vietnam War was. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was the M16 in the 80s for the US. So it was my, so it was 2 a.m. And my dad was standing next to his booth. Oh, I already fucking read that. I told you guys, I'm sorry, I can't fucking read tonight, okay? After that whole parenthesis thing, it says absolute silence. Alright. He could only hear the wind. He mentioned that the moon was helpful with visibility, but there's so much you can make out at night, even with the moon, apart from dark shadows, especially at longer distances. There were some tree lines far away, but there wasn't much vegetation around the camp at all. It was more like a clearing. Everything is going well like every other night. Until a tall, dark mass appears from the path coming out of the tree line and it's headed right towards my father's booth. My dad's heart starts pumping when he spots it and he says he's scared shitless at this point. The mass moves slow but steady and is closing the distance, almost like floating with big, slow steps. My dad does what he is instructed to do and what every guard does in a situation like this. Raises his rifle, aims and screams, halt, identify yourself. No reply. The shadow continues to approach. Second time, halt, identify yourself, nothing. He told me that at this point, he is certain he sees a ghost IRL. He says he thought to himself, let's see if a ghost can die. Before he engages, he has to scream a code word that raises the alarm. The way that works is the next guard on the next booth that it is hundreds of meters away will hear the scream, then scream himself, and with a chain reaction like that, the alarm goes from booth to booth and reaches the patrol. The patrol is an officer with five soldiers that makes the rounds between booths every night and makes sure everything is okay with the guards. If you're caught sleeping or away from your post, by these guys, R.I.P. They are also the ones to investigate an alarm. Only problem 
is the patrol might take a while to get to the booth that raised the alarm as they don't know which one it is and they might be far from the right one. That was kind of confusing, but I'm cutting this guy some slack because he's from Greece, so I'm sorry. They run double time through every booth until they locate the original source of the alarm. My dad hears the other guy screaming and he knows the alarm is raised. He knows that the patrol is going to be there in a few minutes. He also knows that the penalty for falsely raising the alarm is prison. Quote unquote prison means a soldier gets X amount of days added to their service. The service back then was two years plus prison days that have been added to a soldier along the way from penalties. They don't actually lock you in a cell unless you commit an actual crime. Then the, min then the military police comes in. But he didn't have minutes. The eerie figure is 50 meters away and closing. He gets ready to fire. Then he hears, relax. My dad's last name, it's like in those little hyphen dash thingies. It's me. Another soldier covered in a black blanket that my dad knew was trying to sneak back into camp at night after having fun in the nearest town without permission. He was holding a bottle of liquor too and was fairly drunk. My dad let him go through, but he knew that he was about to get serious amount of prison time for falsely raising the alarm once the patrol figured out it was his booth that the alarm was raised from. The patrol gets there. My dad doesn't snitch on the drunk guy. The officer tells him that they'll see each other the next morning. Next day in line, where the penalties are being announced by the officers, my dad is waiting for his name to be called. But they never mention him. Even though an alarm raise is extremely rare to happen, nobody tells him anything. Turns out the patrol officer and the quote-unquote ghost were buddies. The guy sneaking in told the lieutenant what happened and not to mention my dad. The officer apparently pulled some strings and the whole incident was like it never happened. And that is the end of the story. That is a good story. I got mixed up a bunch. Um, not because the writing, well, not because like I was reading too fast, but it's just, I don't know if English is his main language or the person's language, so it was a little difficult to read, but it's still, it was still good. Still an interesting situation. That would be fucking terrifying. If you're in the military, oh, I would have been shitting fucking bricks if that happened. Because then, like, what if, what if what if the dude just open-fired on him? Bro, oh, that would have been so fucking bad. So fucking bad. But, yeah. Ugh, it is what it is. Um, I'm at Crypticon, you know. Come see me, people. Right now, as this video goes up, I'm at Crypticon. So, if you're there, come see me. It is also raining outside right now when I'm recording this, so it's probably coming through my microphone. And I am sorry if you hear a few, you know, lightning bursts or rain pitter-patters. Yeah, it's picking it up. I can hear it through my microphone. But, yeah. Um, what else? Go vote. Remember, you can vote once a day. If you put a credit card on file, you can vote twice a day. 
And if you want to like donate a bunch of votes, you can specifically click on this thing that says, you know, donate $10, $1 equals one vote. So you can, it, the minimum starts at 10. So you can go from 10 all the way up to a million if you wanted to. I'm not asking you to donate a million. You know, that's a lot of money, but I'm just saying you can also, you know, give me votes that way. Um, but yeah, that's up on my Instagram every single day at the rainy day horror show. We made it for the, we, ugh, we made it through the first round. So on to the second, let's get through this. All right, let's win. Let's make me the certified horror. No, the certified face of horror. That's what it is. All right. But we all know it's going to happen. All right. Cause I'm Dustin McBalls and I am the certified cougar hunter. Nothing happens. You know, nothing bad happens to the cougar hunter. Right. So go out, keep voting. Um, I love all of you, you know, all of you guys that support me, you know, listen to me rant about stupid shit and it's just, yeah. So, um, I still don't know about tomorrow. I have all my notes written down and everything. My, so I might record it tonight and edit it tonight. I don't fucking know. I don't know, but we're going to figure that out. So still don't know tomorrow. I'll probably make my decision tonight and you'll see it on my Instagram. Um, if you want a custom-made rainy day horror show sweatshirt, DM me on Instagram at the rainy day horror show. Tell me what you want. Tell me the colorway. Tell me what, yeah, just tell me what you'd like on it. All right. I'll get the materials. I'll shoot you a price. You pay me. I make it. You get it. Okay. It's a one of one. It's for you. All right. But that's it. So remember, stay frosty, stay foxy. And most importantly, the most important thing, or you will end up in one of these videos. Don't you fucking test me. All right. I love y'all. Deuces.